Welcome to the Simply Be Podcast, a branding and lifestyle podcast for those who seek to make massive change in their life and their businesses by creating a stronger connection with what makes you, you. I'm your host, Jessica Zweig, personal branding expert and founder of Simply Be. And through these conversations with my incredible guests and my own life experiences, I'm going to show you that the secret to developing a brilliant brand and a kick-ass life isn't more doing. It's more being. Let's dive in. This is a Soulfire production. You're listening to the Simply Be podcast, episode number 69. Well, hello and welcome back to the show, my friends. So excited to be with you here on yet another solo episode. We are still in the month of September exploring the theme of wild, hoping that you are expanding into your most wild, fully embodied, unapologetic, authentic self this month and every month. And in case you're new to the show or maybe you're new to the monthly intentions, over the summer, I launched a series called Be Intentional. And each and every month on the show, we're going to explore an intention, a theme, an energy, a focus that is a reflection of what I'm experiencing personally in my life as an offering to you. And from what I've been told from the community over these last few months with the show is just how these intentions are really resonating and how divinely timed they are to what's going on in your lives, which is no surprise to me because we're connected because we're part of the same community. And I thank you so much for being here each and every week. It is so not lost on me that you could listen to so many different podcasts in the world and that you listen to mine. And if I could give you a hug and look you in the eye and tell you how grateful I am, I know you would feel that because it's the truth. So the month of September, we're exploring the theme of wild, which I somewhat redefined because we think of wild as maybe our, our wild teenagers or running wild or acting, you know, crazy or uninhibited. And sure, sure. Those are all very valid definitions of wild, but I've redefined wild to some degree in this exploration as doing the harder thing in service of a better thing. If you go back and you listen to the first episode of September, when I released the theme, I really dove into my definition of, of wild. And it really is about making no apologies for who you are and where you want to take your life. And that's hard. That's a hard thing to do in service of a better thing, to live your authentic truth so that you can build a brand and a business and a life on your terms. And as we close this month of September, exploring this theme of wild, I wanted to bring into this conversation one of, I think, the hardest and most wild things that any one of us can do this year of 2020. And that is to surrender, to let it all go, and to truly trust the timing of our lives. So before I unpack what surrendering has looked like for me in 2020, I would love to take you back to 2018 and tell you a story. One of the most magical moments of my life 
that taught me truly the power of surrender. So I was in the Amazon. (laughs) I was traveling to the Amazon actually with my very best friend, DJ Megan Taylor, who I talk a lot about on the show. She's responsible for creating those monthly playlists over on Spotify. Should you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of it to my DM on Instagram, I will send you a link to those playlists that she's creating for us each and every month. It's actually a playlist subscription where you get the updated list every single month. So all you have to do is leave us a review one time and you get a brand new, fresh, amazing playlist from Megan each and every month to go along with the monthly theme so that you can activate them in your bodies and your hearts and your souls and not just your minds. But I digress. Back to my trip with Megan to the Amazon in 2018. So we were headed into a place called the Napa Wildlife Center, which was deep, deep, deep into the Amazon Ecuadorian basin. All right. And in order to get to Napa Wildlife Center, which by the way, is the dopest place ever. I'll include a link to it in the show notes so you guys can check it out. It was probably one of the most amazing places I've ever been in my life. To get to the Napa Wildlife Center, we had to take a flight from Quito, capital of Ecuador, get on a bus for two and a half hours, get on a motorboat on the whitewater, which is, I guess, a bigger part of the Amazon River, get out and hike for 30 minutes, and then get on a canoe on the blackwater and row on a canoe for two and a half hours until we got to Napo. So let's just say this was an, an, a journey and an excursion. And we didn't even know what was ahead of us as far as the, the trek to get there when we started this day of travel. So we get to the airport in Quito first thing in the morning and our flight is three and a half hours delayed. So we sit at the airport all morning, finally get on this flight. It's 30 minutes. It's up, down. We get to this tiny little town in the middle of the jungle. We get on the bus. We know it's a two and a half hour bus ride. We're on the bus for an hour and the bus driver alerts us that a suitcase has been left behind at the airport. So we have to drive back to pick up the suitcase. We've been on the bus for an hour. We've got to drive an hour back. The total bus ride is two and a half hours. This day is compounding. Megan and I are going to lose our fucking shit. We go back to the airport to find out that it's only a snack bag that was from our hotel from Napo that some one of the staff had left. It wasn't even a piece of luggage from a guest, but nope, just a snack bag. So we pick up the snack bag. We get back on the road. We ride two and a half hours on this bus again. We get off the bus. We get onto the whitewater. We're on this motorboat. We ride to this little clearing in the jungle. We get out. We hike for 30 minutes. Then we get on the canoe. And we're told it's another two and a half hours until we get to Napo. So Megan and I are in the back of this canoe. It's this big, long canoe. And there's our guide, Cheyenne, who's part of the Amazon. He grew up there. He's a part of the local tribe, never has left the Amazon, 21-year-old guy. He's our guide and he's rowing in the front. We're sitting in the back and we're just kind of taking it all in. Amazon is crazy. It's like Jurassic Park, but real. And we're rounding the bend of a curve of the Blackwater. And above the Blackwater is a almost like a fallen tree trunk, like a big, thick branch that's descending like an arc over the river. Megan's looking off into the distance and our guide is just looking straight ahead of him rowing the canoe. And I look up and sitting on top of this tree trunk is a fucking jaguar, full grown jaguar, less than 15 feet away from us. 
then 14 feet away, then 13 feet away, then 12 feet away, then 11 feet as we're nearing it. And I'm shaking Megan's shoulders and she sees it. And then Cheyenne sees it. And we're all kind of like freaking out because we don't know if this thing is going to jump into our canoe or if it's going to run off and we miss the moment. I mean, it was so surreal and out of body. And the jaguar ends up standing up and kind of walks down the tree trunk a little bit towards the jungle away from us, but then it stops. And at this point we had canoed underneath the branch and we had stopped the canoe. We're all scrambling to get out our phones, turning around, trying to capture videos and pictures of this fucking full grown jaguar. And finally he walks off. Don't worry, we captured the content. I I have the videos to prove this moment. And we turn and look at each other, Megan and I, and then we look at Cheyenne and he had tears in his eyes and he looked at us and he said, who are you? Who are you that you brought the Jaguar? He had been waiting his whole life for that moment to see a Jaguar in the jungle of the Amazon. You guys is like seeing a fucking unicorn, quite literally. It just doesn't happen, especially not that close. They roam alone. There's one every 9,000 miles. They don't roam in packs. I mean, they are lone hunters and you, you just, you don't want to get close to a Jaguar. (laughs) It's certainly not going to get close to you, but you do not want to get close to a Jaguar. Right. And it was so close to us and I had never seen anything like it. It was so beautiful. And I remember taking in that moment for days, being in the jungle, being in the Amazon being amongst mother nature, like I never had been before. Untapped, unbridled planet earth is the Amazon. I never felt so connected and so in harmony with nature being there. And we are nature, right? It is a expression of who we are as humans and we are an extension of it. And I remember getting a download while I was out there around the lesson of that moment, because I am so fucking type A. I am so hyper-scheduled. I love and need to know every little last detail down to the minute of my life. And I was in a pissy mood that day. I was so annoyed at that airline for being three hours late. I was even more annoyed at that bus driver for fucking up the snacks and having to drive back. I was inconvenienced by the schedule of that day. And had none of that happened, and we had gotten there on schedule and on time, we would have never seen that Jaguar. We would have gotten there in the middle of the day and been none the wiser. But in that precise moment at five o'clock at night, right at dusk, when the sun was about to go down, there were two American girls and an Amazonian boy riding his canoe, thus in the back, And we came across the path of a jaguar, a once in a lifetime, once in many lifetimes moment. And I think about that moment a lot. And I've been thinking about that moment more and more lately. Just how controlled we are as a society, how we have things so buttoned up and so to the minute. And if there has ever been a complete and utter disruption and wrench thrown into our lives 
and everything that we had planned it to look like and be and where and when we would arrive, it's been this year. OMG, you guys, we have a sponsor. (laughs) Now, listen up. When I started the Simply Be podcast, I made a vow to myself and honestly to you that I would never bring on a sponsor to this show unless I firmly, truly believed in it, loved it, and used personally myself. And I got to tell you, I am obsessed, obsessed with Organifi. Now, if you're like me, you're real busy, you're running some shit. You don't have a lot of time to make your juice every morning and take every single supplement and vitamin and get perfect REM sleep every night. Sometimes you need a couple hacks (laughs) and Organifi checks all of those boxes and then some. Not only is this product line effective, it is delicious. And I'm dabbling in their whole product line. I love their green. I love their red. I love their glow. Most of all, though, I am really, really addicted to their Organifi Gold Chocolate. It's a creamy, delicious superfood tea filled with medicinal mushrooms and herbs for inducing deep sleep instantly. And if you guys are like me, I need my rest. And this shit makes me sleep like a goddess. It's 100% USDA certified organic with less than one gram of sugar per cup, which is insane to me because it tastes amazing. It tastes like full hot chocolate. Now, I usually make it with full fat oat milk and then I blend it up in my Nutribullet and I drink it before bed. It has nine superfoods for deep sleep and recovery, including some of my favorites, which include reishi mushroom, which is amazing for reducing anxiety and balancing your hormones. Turkey tail mushroom, which is epic for reducing inflammation in the body and increasing your immunity, which given the state of the world right now, I think we all need to pay attention to. Plus, it's got lemon balm, turmeric, ginger, and magnesium, all of these incredibly holistic, healthy herbs and vitamins that really, really support your body and your mind. Now, a quick caveat, my husband drinks it. He's obsessed. What you need to know about my husband is that he has the diet of a 12-year-old. I love him. It's a losing battle. I gave up a long time ago. Tried to push quinoa and kale and green juice on him my whole marriage. It doesn't work. If it is remotely healthy, he doesn't want it. (laughs) But when I started drinking Organifi Gold Chocolate, he was like, what's that? That looks like hot chocolate. Can I have a sip? And now... He asks for it on demand pretty much every single night. We drink it together before bed and we both sleep like babies. (laughs) You guys have to try this stuff. I'm serious. It is an obsession in the best way. And I know you guys are going to love it too. So head on over to Organifi.com backslash Simply or you can use code Simply at checkout for 15% off. I am so proud and grateful to be partnering with Organifi as Simply Be's first official sponsor, a product I so, so, so believe in, and I know is going to support you on living your best life. Now let's head back to the show. Q1 of 2020, Q1 being January, February, March of this year was the most profitable quarter of my business. I came out in 2020 fucking guns blazing. I was amped. 
we had just moved into a new office. I had spent thousands of dollars furnishing it in February. So excited. Dream come true. Finally have my own Simply Be office. I had this fully loaded team who I trusted and who I loved that had been structured to put me more and more and more in my right seat as CEO to be on the business versus in the business. So I was feeling really good and set there. I had a book deal with my dream editor. I had a partnership with a mega brand coach that was intended to produce all of this amazing content as part of my pre-book launch materials. I was scheduled to go on three different international trips. Then COVID happened and I couldn't come to the office that I had just rented and furnished and had to navigate how to run my business in a virtual world. The team that I loved and I trusted, I learned that they were complete liars and had been lying to my face for over a year. COVID forced me to pivot. We didn't really pivot, but we innovated, I should say, at lightning speed, which was amazing. We launched a course and we turned all of our products virtual, but it forced me to get back and be in the trenches of my business. I was no longer on it. I was in it. And that took all of me. (laughs) My amazing editor that I was so excited about working on my book with, she got into a hiking accident. She broke 70 bones. Thank God she lived. She's alive. She survived. She's doing much, much better. It was tragic, but she wasn't available to edit my book. And that's fine. It's more important that she was well, but I had this idea of how that relationship was going to be. And, but that got ripped away. (laughs) I had to hire an outside editor and rewrite my whole book uh, and spend a lot of money on that to make that happen. Obviously my brand coach couldn't come to Chicago. She couldn't fly here and had to put that whole project on hold after I had invested a ton of money into it. I canceled obviously every single trip I was going to take that I was looking forward to. And come July, I crashed. And I hit a state of near burnout. And I traveled to Santa Fe, as you all know, because I talked about that extensively on the show, to recalibrate and heal. And up until then, I had a track in my mind that 2020 fucking sucked. That 2020 has been so hard. That 2020 has disrupted everything. That 2020 took me off course. 2020 was divine. This has been the trek towards the proverbial Napo Center inside of the Amazon, where you are witnessed by one of the most holy, holy spirit animals in the world. This is our moment to make the most wild choice of our lives, and that is to surrender and trust the timing of our lives like we never have before. 
it's so easy to be a victim. It's so easy to get angry. It's so easy to think that there must be something out there karmically out to get us. What if, what if every single thing that has happened to you this year and ever, every little thing that you would label as gone wrong was happening for your highest good? Just sit with that for a second. Actually allow that to land. What if every heartbreak, betrayal, bottoming out, shock to the system, rejection, failure? What if it was all intended to guide you down the path that you're really meant to be on? I don't really think that's a what if. I think that's a fact. I am here. For such a short amount of time, and so are you. And we can choose to take for granted this beautiful, windy, crazy, unexpected journey and call it all random, call it all coincidence. Or it could be completely intended, divinely oriented for you. I remember having a beautiful conversation with one of my old coaches who sadly passed away, but now she's an angel in my life, Kirsten. And I remember I was working at this corporate company and I was so pissed at life because my circumstances led me there and I was such a victim at the time. And And I remember being in a session with her and I was bitching and moaning and complaining that I was stuck at this corporate job when I really wanted to go start my own business, simply be, and how angry I was at life and everyone around me and the city I had to work in and the airplanes I always had to fly on. I was just a miserable, miserable human being at that time. And I remember saying to her how I shouldn't be where I was. There was something wrong with the fact that I was where I was. And I felt so angry at the detour. And she said to me, Jessica, it's not a detour. It's a sacred swerve. Because if I had started Simply Be when I thought I was going to start Simply Be, I would not have met Alexa, my creative director, or Nora, my director of client relations, or Alicia, my COO, or this office space, or my entire team, or all of these amazing clients. And I don't think personal branding would have been as exciting and relevant had I started it a few years earlier. Like everything unfolded in perfect divine timing. Just as everything is. So I want you to embody this idea of surrender as we move out of September and into October into our new monthly intention. I think one of the most wild things that we can do, especially towards the end of September, as we close out this theme, to choose a different story. To trust that what is unfolding for us is happening for us. Tell me where you see your jaguars. What are the signs and the affirmations 
and the mystical communication that we all are open to receive at any time we choose that are affirming to you that you're on your right path. Let me know. And until next time, I will see you on the Simply Be Podcast. Oh, hey, it's me again. If you loved this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. And if you leave a review, don't forget to screenshot it, DM it to me over on Instagram at Jessica's Wyke. I respond to everybody to get the private Spotify playlist of the month inspired by the monthly B intention. And don't forget to follow me at Jessica Zweig and at Simply B Agency on IG and check out jessicazweig.com and simplybeagency.com for more info on my upcoming book launch, our work, and how to become a part of the Simply Be Society. And speaking of the Simply Be Society, as a listener of the show, you're officially invited to join our private Facebook group exclusively for the podcast, where you can connect with a community of like-minded, badass lightworkers, all on a mission to build their brands, up-level their lives, and expand their souls by stopping all the doing and start simply being. You'll find the link to it all in the episode show notes. Until next week, my friend, have a beautiful, bright, sunny, yellow week.